Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody Weekend Replay Podcast. 12 of our favorite moments from this past week. Hairdressers and hairstylists have weighed in, and we know now what their biggest complaints are from their clientele, from you, the the, the client. Mm-hmm. And they would never tell you this, so, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> Because they're polite and they don't want to... Well, you're the client. They're not going to complain to you, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Now, they might do it indirectly by saying, you know, the person here before you was blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. The old indirect. That's probably passive-aggressive behavior. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so the number one thing is what? What do you think? The number one complaint. Being late. Being late. Arriving late. It's a big... Because it causes a domino effect for yeah. every for the rest of their whole day. Because they don't want to rush your you and your the work they need to yeah. do on you. You make an appointment for a reason. I know, I know. Nothing to say about this, Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, actually, I'm not late for my hair appointments. It's like you know, good. And I have to. I actually drive about 15 miles, 20 miles to get to mine. You know, look. She, her name is Jennifer. I can say that right. She's awesome, Jennifer. Yeah should be flattered to know that it would serve Murphy well and better to have someone closer, but he loves the way she does his yeah. hair, and he, and you drive 20, 30 minutes to get to yeah. her, sometimes in traffic. Yeah, get a reminder the day before, I have alerts, and I even, yeah. Believe, I, I know that's just shocking to both of you, but I'm no, not late not. for that appointment. Well, okay, talking on your phone while you're there. Uh, Ooh, I'm surprised yeah, yeah. at that. I'm, I'm not surprised it happens, but in public in general, that is so rude. See, when I sit in the chair, I turn my phone on vibrate, I lay it down. I know. Apparently, some people just go about their biz with their, you know, gossip or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's your kid calling and there's an emergency, I'm sure that's understandable. Yeah. And that's when you say, excuse me, I need to take this. But apparently it happens a lot. Um, showing up sick. Mm. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. That's like saying, hey, I, I need my hair cut regardless. And then moving around, not sitting still. I'm sure I'm guilty of that. My hairstylist, Brian, will tell me, uncross your legs. Stop. <laughs> uncross your legs? What does that have to do with it? Cut. Because I naturally, you know, I have that habit of crossing Did my legs need- too often. Yeah. And when when he cuts, I need to be completely oh straight, dr- right mm-hmm. straight. So he makes me uncross my legs a lot. And the last thing is not tipping everyone who serves you. Yeah, if a different person shampoos you, or a different person does this or that for you, you really are supposed to tip around the salon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The previous so- salon was like that, but you know Jennifer's an all-in-one kind of person now. So. <laughs> Excellent. Join us anytime. You can hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram, or you can call 877-310-4MSJ. Yes. Uh, Becky, what's going on? I just want to thank y'all for y'all's show. You make my morning every day, and it starts me off on a good foot. Yay. So thank you so much for that. But I just had to call and just tell you, um, I just wanted to make a comment about a good haircut and a, and a bad haircut. Yes. Um, and, and what? And do you know what the difference is between a good haircut and a bad haircut? About 30 bucks. <laughs> no, about six weeks. Oh. Oh, yes, about six weeks. You are right. <laughs> so, anyway, um, Jody, you always look beautiful, so I can't imagine anything is wrong with the haircut. Aww. It's just different. You're sweet for that. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No, I just feel weird because my hair it's is different. so much shorter than it normally. I keep feeling yeah. for it lower, and <laughs> I can't find it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Isn't it all? It's always about how we feel about ourselves. No, I, I yeah. truly understand. Yeah. I walk out of the hair salon some days going perfect, and I walk out of the hair salon going, well, yeah. it's a little shorter than I wanted, but it'll grow. It's a hard job. So, I, I know yeah. it's a hard job to try to please people with their very own specific insecurities. I'm sure it's hard. Yeah. But anyway, y'all have a fantastic day. You too. Um, I love the show. Thank you, Thank Becky. You, Becky. You, you have too. a good one too. Uh-huh. I have noticed that for the last several days, Jody, you, you're constantly grabbing, pulling it, uh, uh, trying to make it grow, trying to make it longer. <laughs> it's, I'm not upset with my hairdresser. He's actually a dear friend of mine, but he just cut more than we ever we've ever talked about. Yeah, and we were busy visiting, and I looked up, and all my hair was on the floor. But I was he, like, "Whoa!" He did it for good reason, though. Yeah, he he didn't do it just because you were busy yeah, visiting. All right? those split ends. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's what he said, didn't he? That's what he said. You don't need to say it. (laughs) I still don't know what split ends are. Don't worry. They're gone now. We love hearing from you. Keep it coming. 877-310-4MSJ. When you're a parent, you've you've run this errand. You have run the weeknight errand of, hey, mom, I need this for my class tomorrow. Can you pick it up? Poster board. Yeah, poster board is the first one that Ooh, comes to mind. Totally. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The last time I went to a baby shower and they said, write a little message for the mom and dad here in this little book. And I was like, okay, buy poster board every time you go to the store so that when your kid tells you at 9 p.m. they have a project, you have poster You're board. Ready to, I put yeah. that in there. And everybody thought it was funny. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Did you ever anyway, do that? Because I, I, I would did. do it the first time during the school year that it would happen. I'd buy a bunch. It's like, yeah. I know this is going to happen again. Right. <laughs> My favorite one was Taylor years ago. I was on the sofa that night. It was nine-ish. And she, we had already, they had already gone to bed, Murph. And she peeked her head around, Mom, I need cupcakes tomorrow. And I was like, are you kidding? And she had promised and it was a deal. And I had to, I did, get dressed, go to the store and bought cupcakes. I, oh, I wasn't yeah. going to make them. Right. Anyway. Hmm. <sighs> I did it again the other night, and Phoebe is a senior in high school, although I didn't mind doing this, but it's just so funny because I got soaking wet doing it because it was Uh it was one of those things where there's a shower right on top of you, and only at that moment, (laughs) because by the time I got home, it wasn't raining anymore, of course. I've lived that life. (laughs) (laughs) No, you do, Sam. Anyway, I'm not saying this to say that I minded because I did not mind. She's a senior in high school. I'm thinking, you got your own car. You you could do this, but... She was at the library studying with her friends. There's some big stuff going on and coming up, blah, blah, blah. And she called me and she said, are you still out and about? It was an honest question. I was like, yes, I am. Are you going to be stopping anywhere? And I'm like, well, I wasn't going to be stopping anywhere else. What do you need? And she says, well, I'd like to bring candy to my theater class. Mm tomorrow morning i'm supposed to i'm like how many people are we talking she says about 30 i'm like okay so you didn't say on the way home from the library no i didn't no because i knew about the rain i worry about her driving i don't know mother mother kicked in Mm -hmm. and i thought i'm already out yeah and so i ran in and bought discounted valentine's kit kats oh good yes love that Soaking I think wet. Jody's got a, a knack and a talent for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so two bags of Kit Kats, discounted, but I got soaking wet for it. But I probably, that's my last errand like that. She's a senior in high school. Oh, that's what you think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you right. still got two months. 
Are you ready for what single men say they enjoy about being single? <laughs> well, all we have to do is ask Sam, well, right? Yes, but we want to get the you know overall just, broad yeah, answer to. When you list these here, I'll tell you yay or nay. <laughs> oh, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Most of them are probably yay. And I'm going to read them to you. <laughs> uh-huh. They're fascinating, but I also want to throw this in. Mm-hmm. I have plenty of single women friends yeah. and they say the exact same thing makes sense we're not that you know we're different men and women but we're not that different either and here's the perfect reason okay so what men reveal they say they love about being single <laughs> more space to yourself no arguments ding hey that one wins for you there are no <laughs> arguments whatsoever i know not at home gus never disagrees my dog <laughs> Um, all of my free time is mine. You got that right. Peace and quiet. Well, that's not that's not totally true. No, I have children, children, and I have grandson, and everybody has things going on that I like to make as many as I can. Right. Yeah. So good. yeah, it's not all me time. Good. Um, but most of it is. <laughs> Here are my favorite ones to break down. I can run the thermostat in the sixties in the winter, and nobody complains. That's right, and I sure do. Do you? Yeah, uh, yeah. I run it cold. I love cold. Here's one that Murphy has probably never thought of, but he's going to sit up a little straighter. Uh, you spend less money if you're single. Yeah. I, you I, wouldn't I, be yeah. buying earrings for me, would you? <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, but I'm, I do spend money on myself. Good. Because yeah. I mean, you know how much I like the candles and the bath bombs. Look, I'm going to interrupt this like list of things that men have said. They really are the obvious ones because not everybody. Some people love being single and some people love being in a couple and don't like being single. Yeah. I think the most important thing in the world is just to know yourself and be honest with yourself about that. Sure. It's beautiful. I have a friend who he's an older gentleman and he's, he told us, I don't like being alone. I'm going to date, and he has oh, dated. Yeah. There, are, pe- there yeah. are people who cannot handle that, and, I and it's not mean, meant in a bad way. No. It's just people need you need to know yourself. Yeah, you need to know yourself. And every single, I have a couple of girlfriends. You know who you are, who are newly single in the last couple of years, who are divorced. Got some names. They, you know their names. <laughs> they know you too, Sam. Yeah. They, so much for your. No free wonder time. I haven't gotten a call. <laughs> they both have said. Oh my gosh! At I, at night, if I just want to eat whatever and watch TV, I do it. Yeah, and, and you watch what you want to watch. That. So know yourself. <sighs> Sam, you'll find me to be extra giddy today because Murphy and I have a new baby at the house, and we mm. do mean a foster baby. <laughs> a dog. This, this dog we were telling you about. Yeah, tamale. Tamale. Tamale is the name that was given to this baby at the shelter. That's a cool name, though. I think so too. Yeah, but our youngest Phoebe, our youngest daughter Phoebe, does not like it. So she's she's leaning towards Molly. She thinks mm. all of our dogs need to have two syllable names. Easy and well, you know, she also well, doesn't like dogs named after food. Oh, that's what she said. You missed that. That part. is true though, because Tamale three syllables, you're going to wind it's up calling take her Lily to call or yeah, you're Tammy right. or right. Anyway, weird? yeah. So this is the first time in a long time we fostered. It's you. You used to foster all, all the, the time. time. It was like forty. We're this is number forty three, but it's been about five years. I had forgotten. I had forgotten what it's like. I drove an hour and a half to meet my friend, who also drove an hour and a half to meet me to bring me this dog mm-hmm. from the shelter. She's had a rough go of it. I won't. I'll spare you those details of how lost and broken she is. However, I had forgotten what it's like to get a foster, spring a, fro, a, a foster dog out of a shelter, and in the car ride, she was putting her 
face on my shoulder. Mm. She was trying to be in my lap, which is dangerous. She was so happy to be out. I could heal her, hear hear her tail wagging from the backseat constantly. <laughs> um, just looking around. Um, she fell asleep at one point on my arm, and I'm driving. Aww. You forget how needy and desperate they are for attention. Yeah. But I'd also forgotten the smell. She smells like a shelter. She smells like a hundred dogs. Oh. So I was like, oh, baby, I'm going to forgive this yeah. because we're going to get you a bath, you know. You haven't told Sam what happened, though. Our friend Birgit, who was meeting you halfway, what happened oh, Birgit, in oh, her car. Bless her. Oh. <laughs> Tamale had an accident in, in, in Birgit's car. Actually, she had both Two. types. Ah! Right. It's not funny. I know it's not. <laughs> Sorry. And I was like, do you Sorry, think? Birgit. And she was like, you need to lay blankets out or jackets out just in case. She said, although I don't think there's anything left. <laughs> In her, bless her baby heart, yeah. but she did not have an accident. You should have a dry ride the rest of the way. <laughs> what I was worried about was the oh. introduction to our pack. Oh, yeah. That's what worries me the most. So by the time I got home, it was like, Murphy, I got her this far. I'm going to go hide in my room. Yeah, it was, in the a, room. it was a pretty official handoff. So yeah, Murphy's well, so, a regular Caesar Milan. You know, kind I, of is. I, I, I think I can do a good job with that. And uh, so we'll let you know how actually the, the initial meeting went coming up later. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Scott? Just, I've never called one of these. This is this is really cool. I'm glad Sweet. to be talking to you guys. Oh, I listen to your radio station almost every day on my way to work. Thank uh, you. You for guys that. are awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. I love listening, to you guys. Uh, yeah, I lost my job recently. I've just uh, started a new job, but I was I was unemployed for about two months. So, oh, my goodness. But, but back at it. Yeah, I'm back at it. Finally, I'm headed to work right now. I have you guys on speakerphone, but um, okay. it's it's crazy the motivation you guys provide, and I I, just, oh. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for saying that. Oh my goodness! What is the job that you do? Yeah, I, I work for uh, I work in telecom industry, so I like I'm a warehouse manager, and I work for like Tilson Technology. We uh, we build radio towers for different customers for the for like T-Mobile and Verizon Wireless. Whoa! And stuff. Right. Super important. Oh. Okay. You build any of those ones that look like trees? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We build we built a few of those. Mm. Those are really those are really fun projects. We rarely get those, but they're really nice. What can we do for you? I just wanted to say hi. That's really all. Well, yay. Oh. I love it. That's my favorite kind of call, actually. <laughs> just, just keep doing what you're doing. You're motivating the people, and I appreciate you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank we, you. We have a good time, but we love hearing from you. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling, Scott. Uh, I don't know if anybody caught the uh, international symbol for other people are in the car right now. Did you hear that from Scott? What? I have you on speakerphone. Oh, uh, right. It is. Oh, that's where, that's the clue there. That. The, hey, don't say anything. Don't I don't know if. Scott had people in the car, but that's what the first thing I thought. Interesting. Don't say anything. Anything about that. You know, it's funny. We used to work with somebody that we had to caution about that all the time. Actually, I guess. That was me. It was Sam when the the girls (laughs) were younger. It's like, all right. Hey, Sam, uh, you're on speakerphone. Got the girls in the car. Mm -hmm. If you want to see my new baby. Yours, huh? I'm sorry. Our new baby, Murphy. uh, Our new dog. A foster dog, which we know we're going to adopt as long as things go well within the next two weeks. We always give them two weeks. Oh, you already in. know you're not just fostering this one. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, probably not. I mean, because I think that this dog will fit into the pack okay, don't you, Jody? I mean, right, yeah. As long as, you know, we don't have things heating up in the next few days. Or, yeah, you know. when we talked about her, it wasn't a foster. <laughs> we're gonna we're fostering her in case it doesn't work oh. with, the, with the hope to adopt. See, this is, to me, where it pays to... <laughs> 
expect the worst. <laughs> and then there's your book title, they, they, Mark. Yeah, because you already got your heart set on this dog is right. staying. And that's what I was expecting to get with this dog being so timid. Jody, you kept saying she's broken, they're, you know. Well, she but they're all different. So she's so excited and happy. She's acclimating really quickly. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is so that if you want to see her face, look on our Instagram and Facebook pages. I'm sharing her there. Her the name is Pretty Tamar. eyes. Gorgeous. So Sam, would you like to know how the introduction went? Oh yes. Uh, I'm actually I'm pretty pumped up about this because you know, I, we t- Jody and I take this very seriously. You have to be very calculated and strategic about the way you introduce dogs. It's one at a time. We have three of our own dogs already, mm-hmm. so the alpha goes first. But this time, when we were in the, and, and you do it in a neutral area, which is the backyard, you don't mm-hmm. try to cross boundaries and those kind of things that your dogs would protect. You don't bring a new dog to champ's yeah. bed. <laughs> uh, so this time, I actually had some treats on me. Um, and I, I, I stood near the new dog, and then the dogs came to me instead of the other way around, where we'd open the door, and they would start to kind of run after the dog. Well, th- this worked out to where Champ, our alpha, goes first. Energy is everybody's good. It takes them about 10 minutes. It gave them probably 10, 15 minutes together. You're mm-hmm. calm, too. Yes. And when the dogs come to you and everybody's you're near calm. the new dog, you're kind of signaling to them, I'm okay with her, Yeah. so you can be okay with yeah. her. And I'm going There's a treat. <laughs> and I'm going into it with confidence. I'm not nervous about what's about to happen because I think they sense that energy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one at a time, and it took about a half hour, but we're all walking around the backyard together. Everybody's fine. It was really I'm, good I this can't time. believe it, nice. honestly. Yeah. Really no good. No sparky problems? I mean, he wants to cause problems, but he's, he's thought better at it. He realizes he's a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, he's too small, yeah. Bonjour, comment ça va? Je suis Sam, oh. avec Murphy et Jody. <laughs> oh, wow. Dans le matin. All the single ladies are losing their minds right now, Sam, with you dropping the French. French. I don't even yeah. know what I said. It was good. Yeah, You're doing good. that because your daughter is in... Maddie is in Paris with her mom uh, looking at the American University of Paris because she's considering going there for college. She was accepted. Yeah, she was accepted. Um, so exciting. She was also accepted at my alma mater, which is a little closer to home. <laughs> Here but in the States. Yeah, so she and her mom <laughs> went luck. over there. And Good luck competing with the Eiffel Tower and such. They, they took a tour of the university, and mm-hmm. uh, Maddie's reaction was, I like it, it's cool. Yeah. Maddie's got a poker face, man. Right. Because uh, I've asked her before, I said, look, I, I'm not prying. I just want to know where your head's at. That's good. I don't really know. That's so a good answer, like, and that's right. a tr- that's an honest answer. And I was like, you got any questions, ask me. I can maybe help you out with it, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the real tale will be when she returns, does she miss Paris? Yeah. Oh, I wow. I don't know how you can't. But anyway, uh, when her mom likes to tell everybody that she can speak French. That Maddie and, can speak French. Yeah, and like, show them. And she did it in Paris, which, you know, like, okay, everybody speaks. But, but anyway, they got into the hotel and she wanted to show off Maddie's French with the uh, receptionist at the hotel. So here we go. Uh, uh, bonjour, Madeline. Bonjour. Comment vas-tu? Um, je vais bien. Et toi? Moi, je vais très, très bien. Alors, qu'est-ce que tu vas faire tout, tout à l'heure? Um, on va aller manger parce que j'ai très faim. Et, um, um, je ne sais pas. Je, on va juste marcher. Un peu, mm-hmm. d'accord. Et tu vas découvrir la ville. Oui. Parfait, oui. excellent. Wow. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. So what, what, what were they saying to each other? Uh, he's like, what did, you know, what, do you do? what did you do? And they went and ate because she was hungry. Uh, and we're going to walk around a little bit, just a little bit. Okay. That's so sweet. Yeah. If she does live there, oh my gosh. Yeah. She's and the here. university teaches in English. 
Okay. Oh, wow. All oh, that time in French class. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go to France for college. Wee, wee, wee. No, no, no. They speak English. Oh, wait. But on the street, she'll need that. Yes. Well, yeah. Right? And like also, in- she can test out of French at American University of Paris. <laughs> Goals. Oh, by the way, today is uh, Disneyland Paris. Oh, fun. Wee, wee. Yeah, with La Mouse and La Duck. We invite you to join us anytime. We like hearing from you, so 877-310-4MSJ is how you do that. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. Um, yeah, so I just heard y'all talking about, you know, whether you should send kids off to college, and I just had something I wanted to say about it. Yes, okay. go ahead. So uh, I stayed on campus, moved to dorm my freshman year, Mm -hmm. and I absolutely loved it. I had a wonderful experience, Mm -hmm. and so I recommend that everybody, if they can, move to campus their freshman year because they plan so many activities. They get you acquainted to campus and to university. Personally, I recommend uh, you know, moving off, moving to campus if you can. Yeah, I mean, and I know that's true, especially for freshmen. They'll like they really, if it's the right, the right university really takes care of their kids. Yeah. you know what I mean. So that's something to look yes, into. And definitely. there's there's even some universities now yes. that require freshmen to live on campus. Truth, of course. Yes, they do. Yeah. They do. Uh, yeah, and so I went to a big school, so you know, big mm-hmm. team spirit and everything was really important. So. That school did a really good job of orienting their freshmen very well. Love it. All right. Well, thank you for this. <laughs> you know, I realize if Maddie goes to school in France, I, she misses out on football season. I know. I'm sorry, Sam, but that might that not mean school, anything I don't to think her. that school has, like, football, basketball, baseball. That might well, not mean anything It's just like education. Though. Well, it's okay. And uh, maybe they do have a soccer team. That's football. There, there, you know, yeah. it sure so, is. Yeah. And honestly, I know you won't see her as much, but you could always <clears throat> get yourself a passport and get yeah, yourself I a ticket, get a passport, yeah. and go see her there. Yeah. What a wonderful once in a lifetime experience that would be because of that choice that she made. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not going to Paris. Well, well, you, I would like to at some point. Are you? Pl- were you planning on it? No. Though? If she's there, you'll you'd go. <laughs> yeah, I know. But if she's here, she's twenty minutes away. Okay, well, be sure to send that to her. <laughs> that should help As her with the Paris is nice, Manny, but really. <laughs> Defeating the purpose of what Caitlin just said. Thank you, you Caitlin. Give us a call. call anytime. For so many high school seniors, it is uh, big decision time, like your yeah. Maddie, Sam, your yeah. daughter Maddie, who is in Paris right <clears throat> now, touring the American University at Paris. Yeah. And not everybody's making that kind of decision right now. No, though. and that's okay if you yeah. are not. And that's okay. Oh, yeah. It is okay if you don't know. It's okay not to know. Yeah. Give yourself that breathing room. Yeah. 877-310-4MSJ. We'd like to hear uh, from you on this. Yeah. How about you, Lori? I went to, I did a year of college in high school. Oh. And then I went to college for a year. Mm-hmm. And having all of that freedom and all of that choice, it didn't work for me. <laughs> oh, yeah? And so I ended up dropping out of college, and I went into the military because it was more structured. Woo! Mm. Well, that's a big difference. So yeah. when you said it didn't work for you, did you party too much? Did you have, you needed boundaries? Like, what, is, what does that mean? Uh, so I went to college on a running scholarship. I ran cross-country and track, mm-hmm. and I found it very difficult to balance 
running, my schoolwork. I also had a job. My scholarship did not cover everything. Sure. So, and my parents didn't pay anything towards like books mm-hmm. or for meals. So um, I had a side job and trying to balance all that. To be honest, it was too much responsibility. It, I was 17 when I started college. Right, about to say too much mm-hmm. responsibility at that age, for sure, it sounds yeah. like. Okay. And then I went into the military, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of responsibility there, but it was a lot more structured. It was kind of like, you're sure. going to do this at this time, you're going to do that at this time. Right. And it was just easier for me because it was structured. Hmm. That And lo- you only know that now looking back, so that's an interesting point to bring into mm-hmm. it. Figuring out who you are and just all the responsibilities of life and just becoming your own person. I think that idea is great, but I don't know if that idea, if that works for everybody at the same time. No, it doesn't. Absolutely not. Really good point. Thank you so much, Lori, for the call. I mean, a lot of us are still figuring out who we are, and we're not college-aged. Yeah, I, okay? I, that. I do think that's great advice, Jody, about the, the pressure part. I don't know why we all think when we hit our freshman year like that that we've got to have it all figured out. Yeah. I guess because people ask you, and there are some people who do seem and who sell yeah. it that way and tell the story. Well, this is what I'm going to do. you got to have a plan. It's okay if you don't. Yeah. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by State Farm. Dick Van Dyke back in the news because he was on The Masked Singer recently. He's 97 years old. That's amazing. Why look so awfully tragic? What on a happy face. I didn't discover Dick Van Dyke until I was a, an adult because there was not, not a lot of Dick Van Dyke in my house when I was I mean, growing up. Mary Poppins was about my only exposure to him. Yeah, I didn't have that either. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. No. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. He showed up on the uh, Carol Burnett show once, too. I didn't, yeah, watch that much either. I was at my grandmother's house. Okay, anyway, that. listen, listen, listen. He did an interview last week where he talked about his secrets, two or three, to feeling as youthful as he does. He's 97. Okay. He says, well, one thing, it's jeans, for one thing, and that's du- What no, brand? no duh the other thing that i love that he said is he advises everybody and he does this he goes to the gym three three days a week and he works out oh he says you've got to not stiffen up and not exercising your muscles and your lungs is gonna stop you he says exercise is the answer and he is right and the other thing he throws in is that well, he's got a beautiful young wife, half his age, that helps take care of yeah, him and I, keeps him. I think young. that should be number one, probably. She's fifty-one. His wife, really? He's ninety-seven. That's right. Sam, have you ever had any mystery blood stains around your house? What <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, we do? <laughs> um, none just, that I'll admit to. Okay, so <laughs> good answer. <laughs> This uh, this actually, Jody and I had some mystery blood stains we were having to track down the other day. It, it was, wasn't because of Mister Type One Diabetic, yeah. Where he oh. used, you used to prick your finger all the time to check your blood sugar, and then I would see blood smears around like huh. at, around door handles, and was like I would clean constantly. You know, I forgot about that. I also have notes from that time period that are blood stain <laughs> notebooks. But hey, know. remember I gave you that ultraviolet flashlight too. Uh, oh, where I can you, spot it. Yeah, you can look for more forensics. blood stains. Yeah, that's true. Have you so, used that flashlight? Yeah, once or twice, you know. I really want to bring it to a hotel. <laughs> but, Wait, don't tell me if you do that. I don't want to oh know. Oh, my God. Hey, check out the bedspread. <laughs> I don't want to know. So these mystery blood stains, Jody and I are going around the house. We were concerned that it was a scuffle between, you know, the new dog and the other dogs. Oh. Or um, maybe an ear got nicked or something yeah. because yeah. there was blood. But uh, 
but everywhere well, we looked, it was like a little line, and there was a little line. They were all at the same height, level. a little line here, a little line there, a line, oh. and we started finding them all over the house, oh. and uh, Phoebe, our youngest daughter, walks out, and she says, yeah, I think, I think she's been biting her tail, or she's got a cut on her tail. Oh, so... My favorite part of this story is that Phoebe, he and I were like imagining the worst. Like, I wonder if Edie right. jumped her. Like, right. we were just imagining. Right. I was the checking worst. every dog for blood and cuts and all that. See which know? one's got a knife. Yeah, right. Um, but the uh, you know it's yeah. So we were like you know combing through the fur of all of them. No, nobody's hurt. Sitting here doing but, surgery. But I should, I should have realized it because these were all uniform. Yeah. Same little lines, and of course that's what it was. It was her tail just kind of hitting. Which dog? She's excited. The, the, new the new one. The new foster dog. Her yeah. tail is wagging right you know it has a little nick in it because she's biting it yeah. and it bled and then there it you can see every door that she was excited to go in and out of yeah with the little Aww. smears the other thing them. that i discovered too same time when we were combing through all the fur this is really weird um you know i had i i didn't tell you this sam i bleached the patio over the weekend yeah and apparently Edie, our black lab went and laid in <laughs> some spots <laughs> So she has a gray butt. So she's now. a Dalmatian right. now. <laughs> exactly. She's she quite, has a pattern, a quite pattern spotted on her butt. Aww.